0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions.
1: 18 plus. Impact of influence. The Murdoch family murders. This is the unfolding story of a powerful South Carolina family. The mysterious deaths they are linked to. And our quest to bring you the truth. Hello, friend. Frank, out of... A- a lot of podcasts as quick as we can because so much is happening in this trial. We want to deal with something very sensitive and graphic in nature, but important to the story. Doctor Reamer, who did the autopsy on Paula and Maggie Murdoch, she took the stand, and I guess I should tell you that uh, Seton is in Walterboro right now. Hello, Seton. Hello, and you can reach out to us, Murdoch Podcast on Facebook, and Matt Harris Podcast at gmail.com. Talk to me before we get into some of the actual audio from her testimony, the reactions of the jurors as they were seeing these very, very graphic and what I have been told. Of course, they are under seal, but they were enhanced and very colorful as well. But the jurors' reaction to hearing this testimony.
2: You know, I was talking to my friend who does the Pretty Little Lies and Alibis podcast, and she's covered a lot of murder trials. And she was telling me a lot of times the jury reacts much stronger to the pictures from the pathologist than they do to the crime scene photos because there's lighting, they're really up close to the injuries. And I think that is definitely what we saw. There were jurors who were shielding their faces. Um, In fact, the pathologist apologized several times and said you know we know this is this is really tough stuff and the, the judge took several breaks i think because the jurors needed it
1: yeah one of them was you told me was being even consoled by another juror um so let's take a listen to the part of her testimony where she talks about paul murdoch and were his hands up so let me ask you about that In your expert opinion, having done 5,500 autopsies, is there any way that Paul's hands were up when he suffered that shotgun wound to the chest that you've been talking about? Um,
0: No, the the autopsy answers that question. That his arm was down by his side at the time he sustained
1: this injury. So the point the prosecution is making, Paul, they're trying to lead us to believe either Paul knew the person or the person surprised the shooter surprised Paul
2: yes no defensive wounds is what they're saying
1: now again I warned you this next segment very graphic it is the shot that actually killed Paul instantly here's Dr. Reamer's testimony uh explain to and draw on this uh this um diagram that second injury and then we'll look at the pictures
0: so there was a large shotgun wound defect to the top of his left shoulder. And um, there were lots of pellets recovered in the left shoulder area. And from there, the um, it kind of just went across the top of the left shoulder, and then went into the left side of the neck and face and from there his face actually was not destroyed from this but there's a big exit wound on the top of the right side of the head so this wound went from his left toward his right and upward and with a slight front to back deviation now What does that tell us? We don't really know. It's kind of going um, toward, it's sparing his face, it's going behind the face. Now, one thing that makes sense to me, how could that happen? If he was just standing, not everybody gets shot like standing like these diagrams, right? But if he was shot and his face was forward, it would have uh, taken off a lot of his face. However, if he is turned toward the shooter, then it's going to go into the face here and go out towards the right back of the head. So to me it makes sense that his head is turned to the left. Um, not necessarily completely, but partially turned to the left. And um, what happened here was an extremely severe, immediately fatal injury because what it did was that after it went through um, the left side of the neck and face, um, it. Our brain is basically held up through um, the skull, so we have bone at the top of the skull, but then we also have a bone that kind of holds up the brain. It went through the base of the skull, okay, which is kind of like in this area, the, the brain is up there, and this um, wound, actually, his brain um, was ejected out of the top of the right side of his head and actually arrived at the autopsy in a separate bucket.
2: And this was the point that I was so thankful that I was not on this jury and that these documents are under seal and we do not have to look at them.
1: Alec was crying hard. Some will say it was a show, but he was bawling. And I I, I don't how can. Even if he did it, how can you not bawl your eyes out when you would hear something about your son like that. And uh, also Buster was very upset. Obviously I've kind of stating the obvious, but it's very gruesome and it's, 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 it's horrifying how it happened. And there is a school of thought saying this helps the prosecution because they show uh, how violent this was. Some say it helps the defense because the jurors might say, how could anyone do that to their child? But we will see as each side continues to put forward their case.
2: And they really seem to be hammering in this point, the prosecution, that his head was turned in a manner, that his face was intact, but not the back of his skull. And I'm not really sure exactly why that is at this point. I think when they bring their crime scene experts in, we'll, we'll know why. And they'll probably tell us exactly why this angle is important.
1: Take a little break and uh, get you ready for some traveling you've got coming up. Some international trip where you want to be able to at least get around, right? So you want to learn the language of the country that you're going to. You want to experience it with a little bit of knowledge going in, and you can get a lot of bit of knowledge when you use Rosetta Stone. It's the most trusted language learning program. It's available on desktop. It can also be used as an app on your phone or tablet. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Impact of Influence listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 40% off. That's 40% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 40% off at rosettastone.com today. Let's move on to Maggie's injuries. We originally thought there was five shots, but there's five wounds, which could have been four shots. Again, this was not with a shotgun. This was with an uh, assault rifle. And she talked about how Maggie was hit in close range, and one of the bullets would have gone into the organs and the kidney and would have caused Maggie to either be bent over or possibly in all fours which explains how she describes the shot that was fatal.
2: All right. uh, Now tell me about the, uh, the fourth one, if you would. Okay. So
0: the fourth one was somewhat unusual um, because it's going in an upward direction through the body. Okay. There was an entrance wound on the underside of the left breast that exited like the top of the left breast okay um and from there we have some marks on there's like bruising on the left side of the chest up here the left clavicle and that bullet continued through the underside of the left side of the face okay so There's a wound kind of like over there, okay? And it's, everything is kind of going up. So this was an exit, and then we have like a re-entrance, okay? So we have a series of defects. We have, this is an entrance, an exit, and then the bullet continued through the left side of the um, face and lower ear area and into her head. Right. Okay. Now, in addition
1: to just, that... Just real quick, uh, those first two wounds that you described, the wound to the abdomen and the wound to the leg, and those were both to the front of the body, is that correct? Correct. And they both, both had a similar parallel trajectory, is that correct? Yes. Would those, either one of those wounds
3: have been immediately fatal? No. All right. The wound you just described, how about the wound to the wrist, would that have been immediately fatal? No. What about the wound that you just described that
1: went in near the breast and then went into the head? Yes, that would have been immediately fatal. So take away from this, the first three shots were within three feet. The shot that killed her that she just described, that was more than three feet away. And then there was a second shot to the head that was really unnecessary at that point. And she described it as the shooter was circling Maggie at that point. Maggie was either bent over on our fours because the pain from the shot to the, the, the kidney and the other organs Seton.
2: Yep. This idea of her being circled, obviously that sounds extremely terrifying. Uh, I would say the defense challenged this on cross and I don't really know exactly where they're going to go with it. They're probably will have a better idea when they bring in their crime scene expert, but it seems like maybe they're when they were challenging this circular thing with her they're maybe going to try to bring in the two shooter that's that's where i thought but i mean again that's just my best guess
1: well they did get her to say that it's possible that maggie was moving and the shooter was still yes like, like she was in pain and kind of like twirling around so they opened up the door to that possibility Let's talk a little bit more about cross They, uh, it seemed like Harputlian. he pulled out some expert book thing, was trying to go with Paul's being a contact shot.
2: Yeah, again, this was really, you know, confusing. I I got hammered by saying confusing, but again, I will own it. I was confused about why he's saying this and I can only think that maybe they will have some sort of expert that makes this more clear to us.
1: Maybe someone suggested that maybe he was going with a possible suicide, like the gun was right to his head or the gun is to his head and therefore uh, Maggie's forced to come there or something. But we don't know yet. We know that the defense is going to have their experts come up and set out their plan as to how the shootings and the murders could have occurred.
2: And I have heard that there are, expert that they've hired is world renowned supposed to be really good
1: we also have heard the, through our friend riley benson from uh charleston tv that Alec murdoch may take the stand
2: yeah that's the- what what he says i mean i i don't know if that's definite but yeah i think riley and andrew davis oh, andrew, from right. wsav and savannah also both tweeted that yesterday afternoon so that would be a day i think everybody wants to tune in
1: yes we've got uh, a lot to deal with so we we'll crank this one out um murdoch podcast on facebook matt harris podcast at gmail.com and we'll talk soon friend.